Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition. On a, it is a, a rainy uh, Veterans Day today. Uh, if you looked outside, or if you haven't, yeah, it's a it's a little sprinkling out there. It's raining, but anyway, we come to you every Saturday morning from six a.m. to eight a.m. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy, the True Newbauer. Greg Janik is our producer. is on the boards as usual. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, just give us a call at 414-799-1250 or email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Good morning, fellas. Morning, Tom. Boy, you know, you talk about being corn-fused. Corn-fused. I was corn-fused this morning. What happened, Tom? Well, last night we had a little soiree at the at the Neubauer household. It was my wife's What's birthday. What's a soiree? A party. <laughs> Look that up, Greg. Fancy word for an event. Yeah, fancy word That's for an event. That's a real event. word? Yeah, soiree. Soiree. Yeah. Is that uh, <laughs> French? Is it French. Yeah. When I was in high school, soiree. that's what one of my friends always that's called me. Can you spell it? S W A R. No. No, no. It's soir. It's, it's French. It means it's got a whole bunch of weird vowels and consonants. Probably in S H. And then you just say soir. Soiree. Well, anyway, we had we had a little soiree at the Neubauer household and uh, went to bed too late. Got up this morning. I was You're really looking, tired. You're well, looking pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm awake cover, now. You, you cover it well. Yeah, I'm, I'm awake now. But anyway, here's the problem. Greg I get looks up, like crap over I there, get out to the you garage. Look okay, Tom. Yeah. I get out to the garage, get in the car. I'm just about to leave, and I go, oh, shoot, wait a minute. I didn't set my clock back, my alarm back. Now today is the day you got to set it back. Yeah, Saturday, it's not tonight. Sunday. Right. Tonight. Yeah, tonight, yeah, tonight you tonight. do it. Well, I'm thinking it's the day, right? And and I went, oh, it's really four o'clock. It's not five o'clock. So you laid so back I, down to go no, to bed? No, I went back in the house. I was in the garage already. I, I went back in the house and figured, well, I can just sit around here for an hour. You would have showed up here at seven. Yeah. And and then I went and then I'm thinking, well, wait a wait, wait a minute. Is it, is since uh, today's for the Saturday, last... <laughs> and we and, yeah, our was... show is not on Sunday. Yeah, I know. I was, and like... for the last sixty-three years, daylight like saving said... time has been yeah. Sunday for your life. 
like I said, I was totally confused. And and then I went back to and I'm laughing at myself. I go back in the garage and I'm saying, God, are you stupid? Well, how many <laughs> we used to have a oh, God. we used to have a family in our church up in Green Bay. And they were my good friends. And uh the Cliffords. I can say it on the air. They were my good friends. So I won't get sued for saying that they were always every daylight savings time. Yeah. Church would start at nine. When it jumped ahead, they always showed up at 10 o'clock. Oh, really? I always yeah. knew my buddy Keith would show up because the Cliffords were never with that daylight savings time. Never. No. Were they from Indiana? No. No, they were from Green Bay, but they, you know, they just weren't quite just on forgot. top of it. Because well, Indiana doesn't <laughs> right, they they don't don't have, have daylight. Well, now, they do now. Do certain, they? certain parts of Indiana has now. That would really be even, even worse. Now, let me, let's talk about this a little bit from a hunter's perspective. Okay, like right now, you could still be taking your time to get to your tree stand because sunrise is about 7.45, right? Mm -hmm. 7.30-ish, whatever. The internet told me 7.45 last night, Tommy. I think what it is is that it's light out at 7.30, but But the sun isn't up yet. So so like last week, I got to my stand at 7 o'clock, but by the time I was done rustling around and getting Mm -hmm. everything, it was 7.30, and it was just perfect shooting light then. Um, So that's – and then it gets dark at um, about – I think my brother said legal shooting time ends at 6.15 right now or thereabouts or 6. Okay. Now think about it, Tom. To go hunting during gun deer season, you could get up later, right? Mm -hmm. Be leisurely in your stand by 7.30, maybe 7. Okay, Mm -hmm. you're there Mm -hmm. a half hour beforehand. And then you get to hunt till, uh, you know, 6 o'clock. Okay. Now with the daylight savings time, it sucks because you got to get up really an hour earlier. Yep. You want to be in your stand by six, and then by five o'clock it's dark already. Well, oh by, yeah, four well, thirty even. Yeah. Well, not. But well, you know, I, on, you know, yeah. there's guys still waiting to that last yeah. crack of daylight. You hear shots, you know, right around five to five fifteen, even though they're pushing it mm-hmm. past the time. Um, but then it's dark. What is the benefit for the hunter in that? You got to get up earlier. And then you're done earlier. Why not sleep late and be done at around six or so? And unless you're driving all the way back 200 miles after you're hunting that night, but most aren't. You're going to the restaurant. You're going to the bar. You're going to have a sandwich. It totally is way worse. Yeah, I I think the daylight saving time is just goofy. You know, we we could be on one standard time. You know, it does. You don't need to stay like daylight saving. They don't have it in Arizona. Um, but it, it's just weird. It, it's like the they sun's going to, Hey, the sun's going to come up when it comes up. It's going to go down when it goes down. You just plan accordingly. And for those well, with the uh, light you know, disorder where they get depressed and stuff, to my way of thinking, it's more depressing to have it dark at four thirty five o'clock when you're going home than it is to have it light then. Let it be dark in the morning. We're all half and awake, you know, half awake driving to work anyway. We don't care if it's light first thing in the morning. Well, daylight saving times was originated for the farmers. Right. So they could collect right. the crops. Right. right. So they had more time to, to do whatever they had right. to do. But nowadays with technology, you have lights on all of your right. tractors farm and farm yeah. equipment. Yeah. You don't need daylight well, savings time anymore. The other thing, too, is, is that the light is good. The sun will be up the same amount of time whether you have daylight saving time or not. It's going to be at the same amount of time. 
So what does it matter what time our watch says? You know what, what? I mean? What what amount of light are you really saving? Yeah, you're not saving any light. It's still going to be out the same amount of time. It's just a different, according to your clock, it's different. Now, That's all. I guess it's worse. <laughs> it's weird. Now, it's not bad on, like, this time we, we fall back. So, like, Monday morning when I wake up, I'll be like, oh, I can sleep another hour because mm-hmm. my biological clock will still, yeah. And I take one week to change my home clock. Because I like to pretend I'm getting an hour, extra hour of sleep for like the next week until mm-hmm. I finally think, mm-hmm. okay, it's time to change the clock and get. <laughs> but I try and really stretch that extra hour out. Oh. Uh, but in the spring is when it's spring, it's worse because <laughs> you lose an hour of sleep. Let's just forget the whole gosh darn thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, I got something special going today since, since today is Veterans Day. Are you I got a soiree for Veterans Day. A what? You gonna have a soiree for Veterans Day? No, hey, that's a kind of a ring to but it. But probably Hooray, about for Veterans you know, Day. For, by the way, spelling of soiree: S W A H R I. Nope. Swahili. I'm not even gonna guess. What? S O I R E E. You know those French. Those French, they spell things French. funny. And <laughs> think how they spell. The difference between soiree and a regular party is that a soiree is an elegant evening gathering. Usually at someone's home. Well, there's no way you had It wasn't that elegant. The jeans and T-shirt you normally wear to a regular party won't cut it. A no, soiree requires far yeah. fancier attire. Yes, yes, definitely. Well, that Boat would... shoes and yeah. polo shirts. Yes. Hey, yes. I used to be big on polo shirts back when the guns were looking good. Well, yeah. anyway, this uh, Veterans Day, what I'm going to do, since Veterans Day does land on our show day, you know, Saturday today, what I'm going to do is four yeah. or five times during the show, I'm going to have the first veteran who calls, and we're going to have to take their word for it. First veteran who calls, I'm going to send them a five pack of mini mites, right, and we're going to do that four or five times during the show. Well, you know, by just golly. send the veterans out some mini mites. That's a great, great yeah. thing. Why not? What do we got? Uh, we have Mark on the line. He All has right. uh, some some info for you, Tom. Oh, good morning, Mark. Hey, Newbar, appreciate the thought, but actually. Uh... Next Saturday is Veterans Day. I thought today's the 11th. <laughs> it is the 11th. No, oh, wait a minute. Today's the 4th. Oh Got to do it <laughs> next week. Oh, my God. That's right. My wife's birthday is today because her birthday's on the 4th, and that's why we had the soiree it's, it's, last week. Mark, thank you. all those you. concussions you, he suffered no, in high I'm, school. I'm he got telling his head you, hit. This Bell morning, a lot. This morning, I've been, I, like yeah, I said, I stayed, up, Liberty. I stayed up too late last night, Mark. I got up too early. I was just totally corn-fused. Oh, thank you, Mark, for telling me. How do you like that one? He got Mark, his bell rung so Mark? many times, they nicknamed oh, yeah. him Bye. Liberty. Mark, are you still there? No, Mark's gone. Mark's gone. What he just called him? to tell you that it's well, not Veterans Day. You know, Day. for him telling me, I would have sent him a pack of mini mites if he would have stayed on the line. Oh, well, that Mark, was my fault. That was my fault. Mark, call back and call back. Uh, 799-1250 and for reminding me and telling me what a Yahoo I am. We still need uh, Larry from I'll, weeks and weeks ago. That... I don't think Larry's calling. Yeah. Okay, Larry. But I'm Mark, sorry. if you call back, give us give uh, get his Greg your uh, name and address, and I'll send you that five-pack of mini mites. Thank you for letting me know. Next week we're going to do that. Oh, my God. Veterans, well, <laughs> well, let's thank the veterans anyway. I want to thank veteran Tom uh, Smiley, our good friend. Yeah, who shot yeah. that big buck a couple yeah. weeks ago. I sent them an email asking him to send a picture of. He shot a monster with his bow. Yeah, a couple of years back. Yeah. I want to say almost ten years ago, but that was a beautiful buck. Yeah, yeah. I 
Yeah, I'd like him to send me a picture of that. I've seen some really nice ones. Uh, my son has a friend who lives in La Crosse, and he's waiting to get this one big one. His son shot a 10-pointer uh, that they're still looking for. Mm. But uh, I don't know if they'll ever find it. It's been a couple days now. But anyway, on his trail cam, and this is the one my son's friend is waiting for, the rack on that thing, it was only a 10-point rack, mm-hmm. but you should have seen the size of it, Danny. Yeah. Holy moly. It was huge. I swear to God, the rack was bigger than a deer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looked, it was so big. Wisconsin, you know? wow. is Wisconsin right now, I believe, according to one source, is the number one trophy buck. Is that right? Right now. I think there's more big bucks coming out of Wisconsin now. Okay. Than, yeah. But you want to know what it is actually this uh, weekend, Tom? Truly, being as you're, you were zero for two. <laughs> This is the <laughs> this is the uh, full beaver moon weekend. Full beaver moon. It's the full beaver moon. Not a half beaver. A full, full beaver. Full beaver moon. Oh, oh, how about that? Oh. Yep. Hey, up in uh, like beaver. I wait, anticipate full beaver moon weekend every. We got to come up with some full beaver moon cookies. Maybe we can have a full beaver moon soiree. I don't, I don't, this this is what a little. Be like we're a little inappropriate right now. Hey, did uh, no, I read it? You ever hear of Lake Ottawa and up in the UP? I think every a lot of men like full beavers. Uh, what are you talking? I have no idea what you're talking about. I like to trap. You're lucky your wife isn't listening to this show. She'd be hollering at you when you got home. You know, there's talking like that. There is Beaver, Wisconsin, right? And every time I used to drive through Beaver, Wisconsin, north, I'd go north out of. You go through north of uh, Madison, through Columbus, and then there'd be Beaver. And then I'd always drive by the Beaver Motel. And for some reason, I'd always crack up laughing when I drove by <laughs> the beaver. You just motel. driving along and start laughing, right? <laughs> Other right. drivers are thinking he's nuts. That guy's it's crazy little, in that it's car. It's like one of those little <laughs> tiny little roadside places. Yeah, I thought I, you know if I went deer hunting, I'd check in there, Tom, and then I could call the show. Hello, Tom. This is Bushy calling from the Beaver Motel in Beaver, Wisconsin, on Beaver Lane. Oh God. oh, God, yeah. It's about time to take a break, I think, Greg. We'll take a break, and I'll tell you about a, a state record up in the UP in Michigan that was caught. All right? I'll state, tell you. State a state record, record fish. Not a beaver, a fish. I'll tell you about that and more we'll talk about here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Think you know football? Show up. Welcome back. This happy full beaver moon weekend. Compliments of John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. There you go. 
So here, I was going to tell you about that uh, state uh, Michigan state record caught on the UP's Lake Ottawa. You know what a lake herring is? Yeah, I know you do. A lake herring? It's a cisco. It's a herring that lives in the lake. Yeah, it's uh, otherwise call it called... Lake herring. Yes, otherwise we call them ciscos. This guy caught one that was almost 22 inches long and weighed 6.36 pounds. A six-pound Cisco. That was pretty big. So that's the news. But you know what's funny? What's funny, Tom? <laughs> you want to, uh, they, they ask the guy, well, you know, uh, how'd you catch that thing? And, uh, yeah, I was using a homemade jig, and I was still fishing. Well, what the heck does that? <laughs> you had a barber out there? What did he have on this homemade jig? How big was it? Well, you know, what was he doing? You know, who knows? Nobody knows. Homemade jig, still fishing. But anyway, he caught this six-pound herring. It's a state record. He's kind of keeping that <coughs> kind of. Which we have a lot of Cisco's in some of our area lakes, and that's what muskies, northern pike, are feeding on. So, you know. So did you talk a little bit about Sucker Fest yet? Oh, no. Well, you know, I asked the guys last week. I said, uh, do I have to mention Sucker Fest? That's going to be happening today, November 4th. Uh, and they said, no, nah, we got uh, the guys who fish it. They all know about it. Well, if you didn't know about it, folks, Sucker Fest is being held at Pewaukee Lake over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. It's a, it's a musky tournament uh, where you can use three lines per boat, and you can put out three suckers, you can troll, you can cast, you can do whatever you want, three lines per boat. And uh, as a matter of fact, last week, Danny, I don't know if it was on Saturday or Sunday, a fella hired a guide, and uh, they went out, and uh, the guy caught himself a monster, a 53-inch muskie that was uh, pretty wide. Pretty yeah. darn big. Yeah, it was and a big one. you said they yeah. got a big one up on the Bay of Green Bay. Bay of Green Bay had a monster with our friend Brett Jolly. And you I said they it, got video, YouTube video? Yeah, of yeah. DNR, as a matter of fact, putting it yeah. it in a tank, and yep. they tagged it. And... Yep, yep. They were going to put some kind of uh, tracking device on it, see where this... Uh, Monster goes. It was either 54 or 55 inches and very wide. Those Great Lakes strain of muskies that they've planted, they just seem to, I guess they've got all the food in the world. Oh, yeah, and they it's do just up there. Huge there. Yeah. But just genetically, it just seems like you get a large number of them that can reach that 54-inch, 55-inch, yeah. yeah. even larger size. Oh, even larger, yeah. There, yeah. Was, there was that 60-incher caught earlier this year. Remember that one? There's some monsters. Yeah. I didn't hear about 60. I heard yeah. of a 57, I thought. Yeah, but, there was a... It was uh, 60, but what was weird about the 60-incher was that the guys had one of those digital scales. Oh, that you mean the one that caught this up in Sturgeon yeah, Bay during spring, the bass During the bass, the bass tournament. tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah it yeah. weighed like 45 pounds or 40, something. 41 and change. It probably all spawned out. So it was, a, it was a thinner fish, yeah. Yeah, but there's some monster fish up there. Oh, so. goodness, yes. My goodness, are there ever. There's some pretty darn big ones. Hey, uh, so that tournament's on Pewaukee. Yeah, that's today. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I got to ask you something though. I don't know. Uh, Okachi Lake. Did you hear about the dead body they found floating there? Yes. With and when they f- now, folks, this is kind of gross. That's what I want. This is what I want to bring up yeah, because I heard gross. I heard this rumor as well. There's yeah. a guy that I know, a guy that he works with, lives on Okachi Lake. Mm-hmm. And go ahead, Tom. This is what the rumor is. Well, they found the body. Uh, they found a body. Uh, of, of a guy with no head and no hands, which has to tell you that 
probably was a murder because well, they didn't want anybody to recognize who they didn't want anybody to know who this person was. And it, you know, the and the thing is that the police they're they're checking their reports for missing persons well, in the area, but. I, as far as I know, there haven't been any. Again, this is a unsubstantiated rumor that we both heard. Yeah, I heard it too. Uh, and again, sometimes you hear friend of a friend, and you know how crazy stories. So mm-hmm. we don't want to be fake news CNN here. But um, <laughs> I heard yeah. it from a guy who said he heard it from some sodbuster uh, plumber who lives on, <laughs> or construction guy who lives on Okachi Lake, and that the reason we didn't hear anything more in the news about it is that like uh, the DEA or whoever's investigating mm-hmm. it, which does kind of make sense. Cause all of a sudden you didn't hear anything about it. Yeah. Much. Right. They, they, they first, just kind of shut up about it first. First you heard on the news was a body was found on Okachi Lake. That's what you heard. But, but if that then is, then you didn't hear any more about it. Then you hear nothing. So, yeah. So if, Where'd you hear your rumor? Where'd you hear yours from? Some guy in, come into Sherpers and say, yeah, hey, did you hear? I forget who told me. Okay. One so, of my friends told so me. So I, I don't know, but what would keeping that quiet help the investigation if that is true? I don't know. I mean. I don't know. Is it going to be like the, the guy who did it? Like, oh, no, they're on to me? What's no. the diff? No. Or are and, they looking for a head in the lake? No. No, that the head hands, and hands. Oh, are, they. Oh, it would make the, sense that that would not be in the right, same. Right. Maybe the head and hands are buried somewhere. That's buried in the backwoods somewhere. You think so? Oh yeah, that's buried somewhere deep, and uh, and and it probably is maybe from a person not from the area. You know. Yeah. Not from I the so. area. I I don't know. Kind of, I don't know. Kind what of do crazy. I know? You know, I did that article about that yeah. car in Pewaukee Lake years ago. That's down there. In deep water, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm not at liberty to div- divulge the exact depth per my buddy Matt Grappi, Warden Grappi, who discovered it. But they've got that '50s vintage car down there, and it's kind of like windows are up sealed, and <clears throat> they didn't know what didn't know whether a body was in that one or not. But they, they probably had, sent divers down there and looked. Didn't you they? couldn't really see they, they you couldn't really see squat. Uh, it was pretty hard to see see through the the windows and stuff, but. The sheriff's department, before I did the article two, three years ago, mm-hmm. I had to hold off because apparently the sheriff's department was going to investigate. And then they said, ah, don't have any missing report, persons reports oh, from the 1950s, I guess. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you would think they'd have some. So who, who knows? You'd think they'd have a flashlight when the divers would go down there, one of those big beamed flashlights they could look inside. Or maybe just open the door. Yeah, like in Titanic. <laughs> yeah, or open the door and look in. And they'd find hey, anybody there? They'd shine a flashlight and there'd be a beautiful necklace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Apparently it wasn't uh, both hands. No? No, the the body was missing its head, part of an arm and a foot. Oh, okay. You're reading that on? JS Online. Oh, okay. oh they did put it in there. But they said, please decline to comment about the photo, saying they did not confirm that's what it really is. Missing a head, a hand. Apparently there's a photo going around that you can... A head, an arm, and a foot. Well, Hmm. I mean, if you you think about it, if it was in there for a while and it was underwater, you could assume a boat could have... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it could get all wrapped up or... Yeah, yeah, you never know. What if... I'll I tell you one thing. I wouldn't want to find it. 
Well, that's I wouldn't, originally. I wouldn't want to find a dead uh, body. Oh, God. I heard. I heard that the, the people that found it thought it was uh, a Halloween prank. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it was. Knows. It was right around. They found it the twenty sixth, which a few days before Halloween. Yeah, twenty sixth was Thursday. Mm. So a lot. I mean, a lot of people are starting to put Halloween mm. decorations up and whatnot. Wow. Well, speaking of Halloween, we got the gut report coming up after this break, and it's it's got something to do with Halloween, actually. So we'll talk about that. We got so other got, things going on. At least you can't be wrong on the Halloween part, Tom, as far as you've been wrong on everything else. <laughs> I know. Not me, terrible, though. I but, circled yeah. full beaver moon weekend on yeah, my calendar. Yeah, so I know what it is you now. You know what it is. Well, now we know, too. And as the water boy once said, and now you know that, We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors here on 105.7 FM. A fan, if you want to get in touch with us, 799-1250 is the number. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V-Mar Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. So, at Halloween, did you have pumpkins out? You know, and I, you know what really, it, you know, it kind of amazes me. People throw out all these pumpkins. Now, a lot of times they're just smaller pumpkins that you don't carve. They're smaller pumpkins. And then they just throw them out. And it's like, why are you throwing out that really good pumpkin? You cut that pumpkin in half, take out all the seeds and the straw stuff or whatever that stuff is in there. And you put it in the oven for an hour or whatever it takes and you cook that pumpkin down, then you scoop the flesh out, add some butter, some brown sugar, and a little salt, and man, I'm telling you, that's delicious. It's a squash. And you you make other squash. Why not pumpkin squash? I've had it. I've done it. It's very good. Or if you really want to go through your trouble, make a pumpkin pie with that stuff. Don't throw away those pumpkins, especially those smaller ones. Cut them in half, clean them out, throw them in the oven, and have yourself some pumpkin squash which is, like I said, with the brown sugar and butter, it's delicious. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. So, yeah, did you ever notice that? <coughs> See all these pumpkins laying all over the place, you know, people throwing them out, kids smashing them wherever. And it's like, you know, those pumpkins are actually pretty darn good. My, anyway. Oh, the pumpkin smashers? <laughs> yeah, no, the pumpkins are good. My dad used to hate the pumpkin smashers. Yeah. He'd 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 wait for him with a hose behind the house. <laughs> Did he really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Pop waited uh, for those those oh, sons of those guns, sons those up, son of guns, son of the guns, rotten kids, <laughs> smashing pumpkins. Yeah, they'd wait. First, mm. all us little kids would go up and down the road doing the trick or treat. We did it at night. It was mm-hmm. cool. We'd do it till nine, ten o'clock. My mom would make cupcakes for the whole day. Oh, by the way, hello, mom, if you're listening up in Evergreen Nursing Home. And <laughs> I got to go. say that about ten times because the Wi-Fi comes in and out, whether she hears wow. or not. So, hello, mom. It's Dan. But um, 
she'd make cupcakes for like, and some kids would like cheat. They'd switch masks and come back a second time to get another cupcake oh. from the Bush household. But it was like, it was like, like a sea of kids moving up and down yeah. the street. And it's before the days when we thought there was a psycho killer behind every bush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember uh, you'd take a pillowcase mm-hmm. and you'd have the whole pillowcase get filled up with candy. But then those pillowcases full of candy would become deadly weapons because I had buddies swinging them and hitting me in the back of my head and nearly, <laughs> oh, nearly decleating me. Wow. Yeah, I almost got some, you know, concussions like you, Tom. Oh, yeah. I, been, fortunately, I, you know, I didn't. I ducked a few mm. times. Otherwise, I'd think that this was, you know, November 11th like you did today, and I wouldn't know where I was, <laughs> and I'd get up at the wrong time. I my, know. my niece Always and nephew cool. went trick-or-treating, and they made out so the wife and i got some candy can i just say that people need to stop giving out junior mints and york peppermint patties the kids do nothing but throw those candies away yeah kids aren't in which ones which ones york peppermint patties <laughs> and junior mints and junior mints i happen to like oh, i think they're all right but kids generally you kids do not the soiree last oh. night <laughs> no pull out the mints well i mean you think of junior mints i think that's something you're gonna get at an italian restaurant after you go eat yeah yeah something like i that. like mints i used to love mints yeah, though mints are, but so, you're I saying mean, kids don't like them. no yeah kids and what don't do they really do with them they throw them away they throw them away you just wasted money yeah well, I, my guess is people get those because they're the cheapest thing they can find Probably. in the store. Yeah. Probably. And and some of the candy you got as a kid really was bad. I'd end up oh. throwing away about half of it. You know what was the worst? Those car- round caramel corn things. They were they looked like a baseball. It was popcorn that was sticky. It oh, looked like a baseball. And you had to gnaw on it like a yeah, rabbit gnawing yeah. on bark on a tree. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember they, those. Those weren't those good. Those were terrible. And, uh, well, it seems those... like everybody gives away Tootsie Rolls because Tootsie Rolls are cheap. Well, those are some yeah. job. Those are some molar breakers, too. I was never a huge, huge Tootsie Roll fan. They were just, yeah. Tootsie Rolls. That was another cheap one. They'd throw a couple Laffy Taffies. A couple Tootsie Rolls in your bag. Yeah. And Laffy I hated Taffies. The, the, the pennies. The, the old person that hands out the pennies? You oh. cheap old son of a gun. Keep it for your pension. Uh, the black <laughs> licorice. I don't. Did anybody ever like black licorice? I don't. Some, I have friends I, who love it. As but an I adult, don't. I like black licorice. As a kid, I didn't like black licorice. I, I still don't. I still hate it. I Sambuca. Like it. Do you like Sambuca? What's that? No. What's Sambuca's that? a liqueur. Oh. A black licorice is liqueur. Is that a black oh, licorice Oh, no, liqueur? then I wouldn't like it. Anything no, that has like black it. licorice, no. Yeah. Good for your digestive yeah. system. Well, well, then I'll go eat some grass. Okay, that's what yeah. that's what I'll get my roughage that way, right? <laughs> right, Tom? That's what animals do. That's what cats do. We had a cat used yeah. to eat grass. My mom said, "Well, that keeps the fur balls down." Well, so I try and eat as much grass as I can. Dogs eat it, but so I, they say that's uh, the dogs eat they have an upset up stomach. Those yeah. fur balls. Yeah, and rabbits eat a lot of grass. <laughs> hate rabbits. <laughs> Uh, you know I what? I, I I couldn't. I we talked about this before, but there's another write up about it that I am I I am just amazed that you know what a white birch tree is, right? Yep, they're beautiful. Yep, and people in the Northwoods are stealing them because they're worth a lot of money. They're cutting down these white birch trees and stealing them, and you know they're going on. People are going on private property. Cutting them down in the middle of the night. This one guy, he goes out, he hears something, he goes out on his property middle of the night. So what? The guys ran away. There was an ATV with a couple of saws. What some do matches. they do with a cut birch tree though? They sell it online here. Well, t- but the, but the, it's dead, right? They cut it. 
They use it for furniture. They use it for furniture. Does it like so? It does it like it lasts? Yes. Yeah. They use it for furniture. You know. Here, catch this. Okay. A four foot branch, two to three inches in diameter. So that's not that big, right? Right. You can buy that online for twelve ninety nine. An eight foot branch sold for it's two to three inches, twenty five dollars. You can get one and a half inch poles, eight feet long. I guess they made them for walking sticks. Right. Sixty bucks. And and as far as the the thicker stuff that they use for you know making different furniture, they get a good buck because they people like that white well, pine look he, for their cottages. Now, like yeah, being the <clears throat> wealthy single straight white landowner from Douglas County that I am, I've got 70 acres with a bunch of birch. White birch do on it? White birch. People could, we got they one, might come in. In fact, we got a stand some. called the Birch Tree Stand. Yeah. Shot yeah. some big bucks there. Yeah. Now this, Maybe now, I can go cut some birch this winter. Yeah. Now this uh, this guy who found he did the ATV on his no property. It. Sell it now. Yeah. The guy who found this stuff on his property was in Washington Washburn County. And uh, found the ATV, the, the saws, and all that stuff. You know, the guys must have ran off who were doing it. You know, when he came out. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that's it's, and and it's not and it's an all over northern Wisconsin. It's so happening a it. lot. I wonder where I would sell it once I start filling up my Ford F one fifty bed with. The people who Birch. do it, I'm sure they know where to sell it before they go out and steal it. You go to like those craft kind of places where they make, sure you know, somebody the crafty knows. stuff out but of. You can, you can buy a white birch log bundle from Walmart yeah. for $32.99. Yeah. From, and, it's, and that's it, from Walmart. It, it has eight <laughs> white birch logs, which are 17 to 19 inches long by one and a half to three inches in diameter. For how much? Thirty. Thirty-two ninety-nine. Yeah. So there's money in this stuff. There's money in this in this stuff. And and if you go into some of these log cabins that they build in northern Wisconsin, a lot of log cabins. Yep. You'll find a lot of that furniture made out of white birch because it looks cool, and people like that. I guess. And that so is there's cool. furniture now companies who are it. buying it. Yeah, and this, I guess they're not asking where it's coming from. All this so. time I was going to make my fortune raising chinchillas on a chinchilla ranch, and now mm-hmm. i got to rethink this. Maybe you should be Birch. growing more white birches up didn't on you the have property. Some, didn't you have something else on your property that was worth a lot of money? Some what? Some other, something else on your property that was worth a lot of money. What did I have? Something growing. Growing. Uh, um, Don't say um, that. No, it no, sounds no. like I'm... You're going to have no, the cop. No, no, no. You're going to have DEA um, agents. Uh, I think you were talking about it too, Tom. Like you well, had something. Mushrooms. Like pop, mushrooms, mushrooms or poppy seeds or, or some kind of plant growing. Oh, ginseng? Gin- you have ginseng? I don't know. Wild ginseng out by you? I don't know if I got ginseng. How, you I should look it. for it. it was, I should it was go look for it. A couple months ago, you, had, you were talking about something growing on your property that was, you were talking about being worth a boatload of money. If it's wild ginseng, that would be worth a lot of money. But there's a special season when you can pick it, even if it's your own property. There's only a special ginseng season. I remember season. you were talking about how it had a certain. You had you were talking about how it had a certain color. Yeah, it's got three little berries. And on you were it, talking about berries. how you had something like that on part of your property. Yeah, I wonder if it was ginseng, but Maybe. if you if you walk around your property and you find that that that's yeah, ginsengs can be expensive. Wild ginseng, especially, ginseng. yeah. That, that you can make some big bucks on, but like I said, you got to get a permit. You got to buy it. it's like a five dollar permit to pick it at a certain time of the year. Even on your own property, from what I understand, yeah, yeah, I got some. From big... what I understand, I could be wrong. <laughs> it's like paying a parking permit to park in front of your house. Yeah, isn't it dumb? 
Yeah. Hey, listen, we got to go to a break, but when we come back, we're going to be playing the horn schwaggle. So if you want to be a contestant, you got to call at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Danny's going to make three statements. You're going to say whether it's a horn schwaggle, which is true, or a, I mean, which is false, or a non-horn schwaggle, which is true. So you got a you got a chance to win a really nice prize package from Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages out there in McGuanago. And during the break, we were just talking about Bucky's, how wonderful of, of a place it is. So win that ten dollar gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages uh, by playing the Horn Schwaggle. Give us a call right now, 799-1250. We'll be right back with more. What goes up? Must come down Spinning wheel Got to go round Talking about your troubles It's a crying sin Catch a painted pony Let the spinning wheel spin You got no money got no Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors Thanks for listening this rainy, rainy uh, Saturday morning. Tom's got me, got me confused. And and before we go to Hornschwaggle, I want to take this time to thank all our listeners. I know there are people listening in police stations, fire oh, yeah. stations, oh, yeah. people on their way to work. Uh, people, I mean, I talk to people all the time, and, mm-hmm. and they're listening to us. And uh, so we appreciate you tuning in. And, uh, and we have uh, Dino on the line, going to play Horn Schwaggle. Good morning, Dino. Good morning, Good morning, gentlemen. I'm one of those people on the way to work. All, All right. right. So here we go, Dino. We're going to talk. Deer hunting's right around the corner. I've been shooting like crazy. I like, you know, it's always fun shooting shooting okay. your deer rifles. Uh, so here we go. Uh, <clears throat> rifling twist in barrels. Some uh, barrels and, and uh, rifling twists are better suited for stabilizing uh, heavier grain bullets, uh, as opposed to lighter grain bullets. Is that hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That is no hornswoggle. That's no hornswoggle. Yeah. Matter of fact, like some, uh, 44 Magnum rifles in the past were made with a different rif- rifling twist that wouldn't stabilize bullets, uh, of 240 grain or heavier. Um, anyway, here we go back to whitetail hunting. Uh, Though it's not necessarily a, a, a rule, generally uh, 1,000 foot-pounds of energy is generally considered kind of like the minimum threshold for uh, whitetail hunting. Uh, hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Hornswoggle, a lot I, less than that. Well, actually, you're right. It, it is That actually is a no hornswoggle because that's generally what all those uh, experts recommend is 1,000 foot-pounds of energy. But you and I both know a bow does not have that much. Um, you yeah, know. And you asked the question, so I think I got it right. So are you going to give it to him, Danny, or what? Yeah, yeah let's see how he does on the next one here. Okay. Right. Okay. Full metal jacket bullets are ideal for deer hunting. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Orange Okay, that's a orange <laughs> You don't want something that just drills a yeah. hole and doesn't uh, penetrate. 
Okay. Yep. Dino, so, you know your uh, deer hunting stuff. He knows stuff. his deer hunting. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, I listen to you guys all the time, and you guys really need to have a show uh, five days a week. Five days a week? Oh, yeah. Wait, hey, oh I'll tell I, don't, you I don't know about tell that. Tell you what, Dino, I'm retiring in <laughs> 2.75 years, uh, and then I'll be know. available every day. Yeah. We'll, It'll be awesome to listen to. You. Well, all we'll right. see about that. Thanks, Dino. We got, they you got your information, winner. so Tom can send you. Okay. Yep. We'll get that uh, Bucky's uh, gift certificate out to you. Good luck hunting. Thanks, guys. Hey, Have a holiday. Yep. We'll Thank see you, man. Thank you, too. Yeah, Bucky's. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of people don't realize this about Bucky's, but they also do catering. So if you're having a little soiree of your own, you know, you can have Bucky's cater, all their wonderful stuff that they have there. And uh, so, yeah, and go out there and test the stuff. They got a lot of samples out there for you to test, see what you like. And uh, you know what? I don't think I've t- ever tested anything that I didn't like. <laughs> I think I've liked everything out there. Yeah, I, oh. I pretty much have as well. Oh, also, I want Did you write that up, Greg? His, did I? Oh, I got it already. <laughs> well, you got it. I got Dino's name and address right here. I, yeah, Greg, Greg's on top of that stuff. I'm not. This is just one of those days. This is just, this is just a miserable day outside. I stopped, went outside first for a few minutes during the break, and it's raining harder. Than it was when we started. Tom, people don't tune in to listen to us to get depressed. I know, but let's it, we, let's talk happy, happy, happy. It's full Beaver Moon weekend. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, and yet yeah, la, uh, last night, yeah, I was looking at a looking at a full moon. Yeah, it was beautiful. And, or and was it the uh, night I don't before, know why maybe. they call it the full Beaver Moon weekend, but the I was kind of fascinated to learn that the five most popular beavers in movies were there was a Mister and Missus Beaver in the Chronicles of Narnia. There was a beaver in the Lady and the Tramp. Was there? There was a beaver cleaver. Well, we all beaver <laughs> cleaver is my favorite beaver of all time. Then there was a puffy, pudgy beaver man in Ice Age Three. Hmm. And then there was the infamous quote by what's his name Leslie uh, in the Naked Gun. Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen when he said, <laughs> "What did he say? I can't remember." Nice beaver, he said. There's this stuff. Oh, it's stuffed beaver. You'll have to find that find that clip. It was one of those classic deadpan, <laughs> yeah. deadpan lines where I think the lady's crawling up the ladder and he's standing there and he looks over at a stuffed beaver on the, on, on the table and goes, <laughs> the <laughs> like nice pats beaver. it on the head and goes, nice beaver. So, oh, yeah, does that, John, guy was, does, that guy was uh, funny. Did John have a mounted beaver? I think he had a mounted one. It looked rabid. I think, I think it had his bared its teeth. It has yeah. little claws. I think it I think he did have a beaver. Oh, didn't there he? was a beaver in uh, the Lost Boys, the movie The Lost Boys. Yeah, with yeah. Kiefer Sutherland and a vampire, and they, they and the grandpa, crazy grandpa, was a, a taxidermist, and he had this Ooh. raging-looking beaver. It's and then the kid beaver. got so tired of looking at it in his bedroom, he went and shoved it in his closet. <laughs> Didn't want that, you know, enraged beaver staring at him with its bearing yeah. its fangs. You know, one time uh, up at uh, uh, Palmer Lake, you can go from. Palmer Lake. To Tenderfoot. Yeah, to Tenderfoot, up by Boulder Junction. And you take that uh, little creek that goes between the two. And one time we were going over to Tenderfoot, and we're going over that creek, and uh, the beavers like making little beaver dams in that creek. And the people who live out there, they got to keep knocking them down, right? And we're going through nice and quiet. And this beaver must have been really upset that we were there, scared the heck out of me. When they flapped that tail on the water to let you know, I mean, it was must have. I mean, it seemed like a lot closer, but it was probably ten feet from the boat. When that slapped that tail, I jumped. You know, I was like, "Oh, what the hell was that?" You know. Listen, uh, I had uh, my cousin got attacked by an enraged beaver. Really? Yeah, he was. Uh, he used to be into the trout fishing up in uh, northern uh, 
Northern Minnesota, he mm-hmm. lived in, he lived in Duluth, and he'd go up the North Shore, and man, he'd get there's some beautiful Tom Brook Trout streams, yeah. little creeks up there that don't even get any pressure. Right. He took me one right. time. I just sat and dunked some worms, and I was catching beautiful brookies. But he'd go off in the middle of nowhere and catch a hundred of them on his fly rod in a day. But he uh, he he went into that. You know, you hear about these mysterious beaver ponds with mm-hmm. giant trout. Mm-hmm. So he was way back in on some beaver pond. And he he had a giant beaver come right next to him. He's wearing his waders, but it came right next to him and chopped its teeth right next really? to him. He says he he never stumbled so quick out of a pond. He said he will never wade in a beaver pond again. Because really? that big beaver was like, that was his pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like saying, get out of here. Oh, wow. I'd yeah. get out of there, too. I Sometimes think, the beaver will get you. Yeah, they sure do. And imagine... That could take a pretty good chunk out of you. Yeah, they can. What would you rather get bit by? I think a beaver what? would be on a, kind of last on the list. They when, bite through trees, dude. Yeah, when you see they those big teeth trees. on them. Oh, geez. Yeah, they got some chompers to go through them trees. Maybe I can hire some to cut those birch trees down on my land up there. Matter of fact, <laughs> on our land there, I'd stand there deer hunting, and right by the birch tree stand, uh, being as we'd never seen any deer up there back in the day, um, it was pretty barren country, but you'd stand, you'd have to stay amused. You'd get tired of the chickadees. I'd look down at the Namaji River, and there were the, a bank beaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, that They were beaver that live in the bank down there. Mm-hmm. And there were some big ones, and yeah. you'd see them swimming in the river and so forth. Uh, if I were into trapping, that'd be a great area to go up and trap. I don't know what the price on beaver is now. I don't know what it is either. Yeah. Uh, but at one time, I thought I heard you could get up to 50 bucks or more. For a good beaver, yeah, yeah. For a big, yeah, used to be uh, mm-hmm. pretty good. I guess you'd have to get quite a few of them, though, to make it worthwhile. Well, some guys make. Oh, they do all right, yeah. I mean, they really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, well, the trappers, they're not just getting beavers. They're getting other animals, too, to supplement their income, you know? There's right. other animals that are, you know, in season for trapping. Is that one thing? Have you ever tried that? Is that? No. Yeah. Never, never try. I know our friend Gordy, one of the technicians out at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. He, uh, he traps. Uh, well, he traps a number. Well, of he things. went out with what's his name, Ed. Is it Ed? What's I Ed's last name? I don't know. Was it Foster? I don't know. I don't. Ed. Remember. Ed was a big trapper. Yeah. Yeah. I've, but Gordy, yeah, he he, he trapped. He has he the fa- turtles. He has the falcon or the uh, or the, the falconer. Not, yeah. 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 Or was he had a, a red Ed, tail right? hawk? Yeah, he didn't have a red tail. No? No, he had a... uh, Osprey? No, what kind did he have? We went out to Al Brown's and hunted with it. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a fascinating sport. It's Yeah, it's different. Yeah, with those birds, those I wouldn't want to get attacked by one of those either. Hey, uh, being as I'm giving shout-outs and thank yous to all the people that are listening to our show, I want to give a thank you. Uh, As some of you guys know, I'm a a teacher over at Ronald Reagan High School. We got many generous community supporters to support the great kids at our school. But uh, Sterren Management owns a bunch of McDonald's records, uh, restaurants Mm -hmm. around the area, uh, southern part of the city here. I guess they've got like 13 locations, Milwaukee, Southside, Racine, and Kenosha. But they they are a big uh, they donate they donate um, generous amounts of McDonald food cu- coupons as student incentives oh, to help nice. some of the some of the uh, struggling students and you know I know that the students really appreciate when you can use some positive rewards with them so so it's really nice of them to uh, to do that mm-hmm. that is 
Yeah, you know, there's people that I'm supposed to give shout-outs every now and then, and I always forget. Well, that's why I, I, I got to start forget. remembering. I got to write it down. Because there's a lot of people doing a lot of good, mm-hmm. and we got to give kudos. Is it kudos? Kudos? Yeah, kudos. 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 You're right. They kudos. don't get enough publicity. Yeah. All you hear in the news nowadays is, is bad murders stuff. and bad yep. stuff, but you don't hear about the people that donated millions and millions of dollars or whatever, however much it may be, to charities or helped out yeah. a, Years ago, at a local event. Years ago, and, our school got a packing house fish fry mm-hmm. from the packing house, and I, yeah. that, I believe that was, you know, well, donated as well. So, and, and, and you it know, was great, yeah, great we're fish. a we're a generous community actually because you know uh, uh, the guys on the the big show, and you know when when they come up with the to- toy drive, the morning show, the big show, and all that, they uh, they set up camp. I forget where it's at. Is Fleet it Farm. A, is it a Fleet uh, Farm? I went Blaine, there one Blaine's time. Farm and Fleet. Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Off Blaine's of, Farm uh, and Fleet. Ra- Ra- Rawson. Yeah. And they, and they set up a, Ross, a, a I thought it was south of here one time. It's it was amazing the generosity of people dropping off stuff. And some people, you know, they they don't drop off toys. They just drop off cash. Here, go buy some toys for you. I think you know, when they, I went they out They do a there, lot of great stuff. I think I went into the fleet farm, bought a couple things, and then went out and gave it to the guys. Can't remember. Or yeah. you can just give cash. Yep, you can yeah. do it. Yeah, whatever. And that whatever goes you to, like. And that goes all children's Children's hospital. hospital. Yeah. Well, folks, it's time for the update, the sports update, with our good friend and producer, Greg Janik. We'll be right back with the second hour of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 